Hey, hey, gems. Hey, gents. Welcome to another episode of Hustle and Shine. It is the Wednesday, excuse me, wind down with me, Natima Sheree. If you can tell, I'm a little, um, I don't even know the word to use to even describe how I'm feeling today. Um, it's funny because I was going to cancel tonight because of how I'm feeling right now. Um, but I decided to press anyway and do the episode anyway because I had spent some time preparing this episode. Um, and so prior to jumping on, I decided to make myself a cup of tea. That is how I will be winding down tonight. No wine. Just tea and water. Well, I only do water for the last several anyway, but I'm adding tea. Um, and I did some, you know, some breath work and some meditating before jumping on because I think execution has a lot to do with um, how well a show happens, right? It's not just the content. It's not just the guest. It's not just what you're talking about. It's also how you're delivering it. And so I didn't want to come on here super sad and broken and, and feeling uneasy um, because I think the topic that I'm prepared for is more upbeat, it's more encouraging. But honestly, I think sometimes you got to just be who you are in the moment that you are who you are. And if I could keep it 100 with y'all, we're family, right? Hustle and shine, gems and gents, we're family. I'm pissed. I am really pissed today. I knew as an empath, I was taking a risk by watching the video of the young lady who was on vacation with her frenemies. I knew, I can't watch any of those videos. Let's just keep it real. Whether it's police brutality, whether it's children being beaten, whatever violence um, that's happening to someone, I always struggle with watching them because I'm an empath and because I am so sensitive and so serious about us. And so that kind of sent me down a spiral today, an emotional one, um, and I'm still in that space. I've been working so hard today trying to come out of it because I don't want to deliver this in a uh, angry, negative, moody way, but it is what it is. It's going to come out how it's going to come out. Um, but I do want to send my condolences and my prayers and thoughts to the family. Uh, I believe her name, her name is pronounced Shanquilla Robinson. It is disgusting. It is horrible. And it is embarrassing what has happened to her. And as a mother... It hurts. And it don't have to be your baby for this shit to hurt. But it hurts to watch what happened to her. And for the initial report to say alcohol poisoning and for them to completely ignore back in October that she had a broken neck and an injured spine. But now that the video has surfaced, oh, all of a sudden the autopsy did in fact show these things. I really don't even know what to say. So for those of you who have not watched it, it is triggering. 
I'm going to be honest with you, especially if you have a heart like mine, if you're an empath, and if you just care about people, it is going to be hard. But I am sending love and um, thoughts to her family and my condolences to her family. Again, this is not a part of my show, but I do feel the need to say this. Uh, and again, feel free to exit. Y'all know that don't hurt my feelings. I don't care. I say what I want to say. That's why this is my show. But um, I think what bothers me most about what's circulating on social media regarding this case is not the so-called friends, but the folks who have an opinion about why she was with them in the first place. Saying stupid shit like, well, why didn't she discern that they were like that? And why didn't she know not to trust people like that? Why was she even with them? Why was she even friends with them? Said as nice as possible, Black people, Black Americans, whatever the hell you identify as, can we please stop victimizing or, or blaming the victim rather? It is not her fault. Some of y'all are the trifling ass friends in circles faking it. Sometimes your discernment and sometimes your intuition don't always show or, or reveal who people really are. You don't get to see it until the opportunity for them to be who they really are shows up. So don't blame her for trusting that she was around people who cared about her, who was down for her, who were her friends. She didn't know that she was hanging around some trifling people because some of y'all are the trifling people in your friend circle. Some of you have some trifling ass friends that you haven't seen yet, that you have not accepted that they're not good for you, that they're not healthy, that they don't mean you well. We've all had those experiences. And if you haven't yet, boo, keep living. Keep living. So let's stop blaming the victims for being hurt, for being injured, for being murdered by people that they trusted because it ain't her damn fault. I don't know the whole backstory. I don't know what happened, what caused the fight. I don't care. The video clearly shows that that young lady was, was incoherent damn near and not in a position to truly defend herself. And for the punk ass dudes who was there telling her to fight back, let me not even say what I really want to say because I would I don't I don't want to go to Facebook jail and I don't want to get kicked off YouTube. But that's all I'm gonna say about that. Cause clearly y'all can tell I'm angry. I'm a little bothered by this whole situation. We need to do better. We need to do better. Not just when it's a police officer, not just when it's a white person. We need to do better for we. And that is all I'm gonna say because I'm trying to get off this energy. I'm trying to move past this, but I'm hurt to see somebody's daughter murdered like that, killed like that, injured like that, hurt like that. For what? It wasn't necessary. And I don't give a damn what the whole story was. So for before you hit me up in my DMs or in these comments, about, well, you don't know what happened and you don't know why they was fighting. I don't fucking care. I said what I said, it's disgusting. It's not necessary. It's some coward shit. And we need to do better. I'm raising two little girls and I'll be damned if I send one of them to a sleepover or a trip or, or a friend's house and something like that happens. We have to do better. 
So again, my love and my condolences and my prayers of comfort to her family. I hope they get real justice. I hope they get real answers as to why they will never see their baby girl again. So again, for y'all with that stupid ass mentality that she should have seen them and she should have knew who they were and this is why we got to protect our peace and this is why we got to stop being friends with people who are shady. You don't even realize your friends are shady until they throw shade. You have no clue who those people in your circles are until the opportunity arises for you to really see who they are. So don't do that to her. Because I'm telling y'all now, if I were to see your friend circle, I'd probably have to point out a few for you. Like, uh-uh, I don't trust that one right there. We only see it when we're given the opportunity to. So you don't know. You don't know if they revealed to her and showed her that they can't, they can't be trusted. You have no clue. So take your ignorant ass somewhere and sit the hell down. Because you sound stupid. Black Twitter, Instagram, wherever y'all are posting them dumbass memes. It's why I protect my peace. It's why I watch you in my circle. No, you don't. Do you watch you in the mirror? You're probably the trifling person. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Because I ain't trying to argue with nobody. I ain't trying to fight with nobody. And I ain't trying to go to Facebook jail. But y'all can clearly see sis is hurt. I am hurting. So let me pull it together. Because I got a show to do. I'm going to jump in the comments. Say my hellos. And then I'm going to get started and introduce tonight's subject or title or whatever. Y'all going to have to bear with me. My mind is all over the place. What's up to Jessica? I see you, sis. Dropping diamonds. Thanks so much for the love. Sorry for my rant. Glad you're still here. Hope I didn't scare you off. Not the intent. Hello, Noni. Thank you so much for joining. Hello, beautiful. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for joining. I so appreciate you. <laughs> Say so. Listen, I, I've been holding it in all day. I've been staying off the post, staying off the threads because I know how I can get that mother side of me comes out. The mother of girls side of me comes out and I don't have nice stuff to say. I don't be having nice things to say. So I don't want y'all to think that I'm undoing all of my growth happening and all of my savage healing journey. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm still hurt. I'm still centered. I'm still focused. I'm just pissed. And we all have the right to be angry. We all have the right to be pissed. We all have the right to feel some type of way about something like that. Cause that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's baby girl who is no longer with us over what? So that's all I'm going to say about that. I appreciate the love in the comments. I see y'all. Thank y'all so much. Uh, so tonight, what I prepared is so not what I just covered, but what I prepared tonight for you is the subject and my gents, you're welcome, my gems, I see you, um, but I want to talk about she is, I want to talk about all that a woman is beyond her physical, beyond her silhouette, beyond her stacked body, beyond her full lips and slanted eyes, beyond all of the things that make her beautiful on the outside. I feel like we live in a world and in a time where superficial and um, external are the things that we gauge beauty. That That's the standard of beauty is how you look. But here's the crazy thing. The standard of beauty keeps changing. If you in your home, like I am, okay, if you was born before <laughs> 85, like I was, 
then you remember back in the day, um, the Nia Longs and and the Alyssa Milano's and, and those those were the hot women, right? And then in the 90s, it became this, this sweep and swarm of exotic looking women, right? Everybody wanted their woman to look exotic. The video vixens and the main characters on TV shows, they are, you know what I'm saying? Like we went from like the Lisa Bonet's and then it totally switched to the J-Lo's, right? Then booties were in style. So Serena was a hit and J-Lo was a hit. And, you know, the, the, the Kardashians and, you know, I call them the Kardashians, but they were a hit, right? And now we're starting to see the natural beauty is now the standard of beauty. So wearing your natural hair, wearing a, you know, a face without makeup, shout out to Alicia Keys. Like that is now become the standard of beauty, right? And so we see that it keeps changing. We see that media influence and all these different things keep saying what beauty is. And so if you keep chasing and running to change your physique and your physical to match what they say beauty is, you'll, you'll constantly be changing yourself on the outside. And let's just keep it real, ladies. A lot of us are a dressed up mess. We look fabulous on the outside and we are broken and nasty and angry and unhappy and miserable on the inside. Because every time life presents us with the opportunity to transform, we only do the work on the outside. Body augmentation, I was reading an article that talked about how much money is spent in body augmentation and facial uh, reconstruction every year. The numbers were alarming. The numbers were scary, actually. Like, damn, we really will spend so much money changing our physical, but therapy numbers aren't going up. The amount of therapy sessions and how much therapists are making are not changing. Because we're not investing on the inside. We're not repairing on the inside. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about how much greater you are than your physical and your outer beauty. And I want to start with a story which what made me trigger, what triggered me to even want to talk about this. Um, and again, tonight is super intimate. It's just me. So I'm going to be super casual with y'all. It's like y'all sitting in my living room with me, okay? So don't expect... The normal professional queen pen. No, I'm team of the night. I'm, I'm chilling tonight. So anyway, I was talking to a homeboy of mine. I haven't talked to him in like maybe a year or so. Um, but he was down here in Atlanta on business. And so he came over and he, you know, just chilling with me. And so we were talking. And I was like, hey, how's your girlfriend doing? And he's like, what girlfriend? And I'm like, the chick you was with the last time I saw you. And he was like, oh, team, but we broke up like after only 10 months. And I said, why? He was like, we broke up the end of 2020. And I was like, why? She seemed, you know, great. And he was like, well, on the outside, she was. You know, he was like, she was extremely beautiful. She was in shape. Um, she was a socialite, social butterfly, always on the scene, always invited to something, always, you know, we always spent a lot of time out. He said, but because of COVID, everything was shut down. And so... I was forced to be around her without brunch and without the movies and without a friend's house and without a game night and without a vacation. It was just her and I. And he said, I realized there was nothing to her. He was like, she was so shallow. She had no substance. He was like, she didn't know how to carry on a conversation. He said, you know, everything about her was materialistic. And then with, with everything being shut down, 
and her not being able to feed that material insatiable, you know what I'm saying? Like, got to get my facials, got to get my nails done, got to get my hair done. He was like, he realized there was nothing to her, absolutely nothing. And so he ended the relationship. And he said, I hold myself accountable, though, because I didn't challenge myself to dig deeper. I didn't look beyond the surface. He was like, I didn't even realize that there was nothing inside, that she was completely empty inside. She was completely, you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing to her. No ambitions. He would ask her about her dreams. He would ask her what she was working on. And all she could talk about was social media posts, what were celebrities doing, what happened on Love & Hip Hop, when they bringing this show back, nothing on the inside. And so that prompted him to end the relationship. And I thought about that. I said, huh, not only is that unfair to her, because she showed you who she was, you weren't paying attention because again, he was distracted by her outer beauty. And so being at brunches and being on vacations don't really require much conversation. There's a lot of sex involved, a lot of fun involved, a lot of drinking involved, not a lot of deep getting to know each other exchange. And so when he was forced to do that, when he was forced to actually get to know this woman and spend time with this woman, he realized she's not somebody he wanted to be with long term. And so he ended their relationship after 10 months. And mind you, this happened back in 2020, but I hadn't seen him since then. And so anyway, what I wanted to talk about tonight was really, and I have notes. Y'all know me. I, when I do my research, I have notes. But I want to talk about our inner beauty and choosing authenticity and our innate and inherent worth over outer perfection, over physical perfection. That's what I want to talk about first. And like I said, I'm calling that authenticity over physical perfection. And this is important to me. Now, before we dive into that, I don't want you to think that I'm judging you. If you've done body augmentation, sis, I did too. If you've done, um, you know, if you're in the gym all the time, so am I. I am not at all discouraging anything that you're doing to take care of your physical well-being or to make yourself happy with what you see in the mirror. That is not this discussion. That is not this conversation. What I am saying, though, is you have to invest just as much on your inside and your intrinsic qualities as you're doing on your outside. That is all I'm saying. One of the, one of the um, examples I use in the Savage Healing Journey, make sure y'all grab that December 13th, shameless plug. I talk about a beautiful Victorian home. You know, they're very popular to remodel and flip and all of that. Real estate's not my lane. So if the terminology is wrong, my fault, y'all, y'all correct me in the comments. But it's like finding a beautiful Victorian. Those are really gorgeous homes, right? And you spend all of this money upgrading the exterior, upgrading the interior surfaces, and you never do any research to make sure the structure is just as strong. Right. And so now you're trying to flip this house, you're trying to put it back on the market. And the inspector comes and he's like, hell no, this house ain't worth nothing. And you're like, what? I just put $50,000 into fixing it up. What do you mean it's not worth anything? Well, it's not worth anything because if the structure and the foundation is not strong, it doesn't matter what the outside looks like. It holds no value. The, the property is worthless, pretty much. And that's exactly what our bodies are like. That's exactly what we're like physically. When you only invest in the outer and you're doing nothing for the inner, eventually your outer is going to look bad because our physical beauty is really just a manifestation 
of a healthy inside, a healthy spirit, a healthy soul, a positive personality, a, a strong mindset. That's really what outer beauty is supposed to exemplify, is what it's supposed to display. No different than your computer, your laptop. Our screen, what you see on your screen, is simply what's happening in the motherboard. The motherboard is strong. The inside is strong. And so that's what's showing up on the computer. That's what's showing up on the laptop. Damn, I'm old, calling this a computer. It's a laptop. So what, so what you see on your monitor, <laughs> what you see on your screen, is literally a direct, uh, a, a direct evidence of what's happening on the inside. And so when you're not healthy, because you're not taking care of yourself mentally, you're not taking care of yourself emotionally, you're not taking care of yourself spiritually, you're not taking care of yourself energetically. I don't care how much makeup you put on, how much hair you buy, how long your lashes, sis, you ugly. Your ass is ugly. And I say that in love because I, I had to have this conversation with Tima in the mirror. So know that what I say, I ain't trying to hurt your feelings. I'm trying to help you. I just got a real New York way of doing that. And so anyway, let's talk a little bit about authenticity over physical perfection. Let me get my notes all the way together because I already told y'all mentally I'm, I'm all over the place with this whole thing that happened today. So as I already mentioned, our outer beauty is a great reflection of our inner health. Our inner beauty is our mindset, our character, personality, temperament, spirit, energy. It's our security. It's our confidence. It's the things that we love about ourselves. And more importantly, ladies, it's the things that we like about ourselves. I posted that the other day. There's many of us talking about the self-love journey. And I love myself. And I'm getting back to self. Do you like you? We love a lot of stuff. Do you like you, though? Liking you is the first step to loving you. You can't love what you don't even like. Do you even appreciate your own time? I have a girlfriend who has the dopest voice on the planet. She hates the sound of her own voice. Hates it. And I think her voice is amazing. I'm like, your voice is made for TV and for the radio. She has like this raspy, like rugged voice, but she's a female. And so she feels like it should be more pitchy or higher. And so she doesn't even like hearing herself speak. That's a problem. We can't talk about I love me, I love me, self-love, self-love. You don't like you. Because we try so hard to cover up who we really are under the clothes, under the makeup. And again, I'm not coming for nobody. But I'm also going to stop dropping disclaimers and apologies because I'm going to say what I'm going to say. But I'm not trying to come for you. I'm trying to help you. You can't keep posting, you know, booty folk pictures and ass shots and half naked talking about I love my body. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're waiting for somebody else to tell you how great you are. Because if you love your body, you love yourself in some sweats the same way you love yourself in some skimpy ass dress. It don't take all of that to show the world that you love yourself. You could simply say it. And I said this on a previous episode. Simply just saying, I like me. Period. End of story. Is enough for people to believe that you like you. You don't have to flaunt. That's, that's that social media stuff. That's that superficial world we live in. If you got it, flaunt it. No, thank you. Says who? Says who? It's some chicks out here with some dope ass body. Half of us didn't even know Erica Badu was as stacked as she was until she got naked in the damn video. What was it? Window seat? Something? I don't remember the name of the song. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Grown folk, y'all remember that video. Half of us was like, where the hell that don't come from? 
We didn't even know. Why? Because she's always covered. Because her temple is sacred to her. She don't need the world to see what she looked like. Now, again, I don't know why she was naked in the video. I don't remember. I don't think I've ever gotten it to this day. But at the end of the day, most of her career, she was fully clothed. She's still fully clothed. So you don't have to show off in that way to prove to people that you love yourself. Don't be fooled. Don't you fool yourself and don't let these, these media outlets fool you. That is not self-love. Sorry, ladies, it's not, okay? Um, now, look, I'm not saying that physical attractiveness is not important. Y'all see, I'm always beat earrings. Y'all know I love me a good hoop, always got some hair. That's just, but at the same time, I'm working on the inside. So for every brushstroke of blush, I'm making sure that I fed my spirit today. For every new hairstyle, I'm making sure that I covered myself and surrounded myself with positive energy, that I meditated. I'm watching what I'm consuming, what I'm eating. I'm watching what I'm ingesting on television and on social media and on the radio. So it's literally, it has to be a balance. It has to be alignment. It has to be harmony, as my sister Javon would say. So again, I'm not saying stop taking care of your external so that you can only focus on your insides. Don't go around telling people that foolishness. Team A said that. Team is simply saying, as much as you're investing on your outer, you need to be doing the same amount of work for your inner because the two have to be parallel for you to be completely beautiful, for you to be completely whole. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not saying physical attractiveness is not important. Um, you just have to be careful where your investment goes. So the next thing I'm going to talk about, and this is not going to be a long show, y'all. I really did prepare. I lied to y'all not. Look at all of this that I prepared. Like, pages of notes, but I just don't have it in me tonight. I will do a part two if y'all want more of this. But with the events and the young lady, I'm, I'm just not there tonight to do this show. But I promise to come back with all that I worked on and all that I've studied to give to you. I might even bring a guest on. But tonight, I just want to get out as much as I can so I can go back to meditating and hopefully find some peace for some sleep tonight. But the other thing I wanted to talk about is developing some skills outside the bedroom. Did y'all see the... <sighs> Ladies, can we talk real, real quick? Can we talk? Ladies, can we talk? Like, let me come to the comments and see if y'all saying it's okay to talk. Can I talk, Ladies. Hey, Tanisha. Hello, beautiful. Hey, shout out to my sister. Come on with the physical and spiritual alignment. Yes, absolutely. All right. Can I talk? Thank you, Talia. Thank you. That's, a, that's the green light I needed right there. My family said I could talk. All right, y'all. We going to talk with the developer skill. Yeah, let's, let's first of all, let's put on some positive mindset. Let's, let's say to yourself, Tima is not coming for me. Tima is only sharing what helped her to grow up. Okay. I love all the pole classes. I'm here for them. I, I take them. I love the, the new one they got where they teaching women how to ride. They met. I'm here for all of that. But you are so much more than that, sis. You are so much more than a sexual object. You are so much. I don't know if I could say that. Let me not. Okay, I'm going to keep it all the way clean. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. But you so much more than a repository. That's the clean way to say it. You are so much more, sis. You do not have to reduce yourself to a physical, to physical eye candy. You can literally be soul food. 
Okay. I know people talk about, oh, I'm a snack. I'm a whole snack. Girl, I'm a garden. Okay. I am here for his nourishment. I am so much more than just somebody, a prop for your knees or a prop for your back. Like I'm so much more than that. And so are you. And so I want to talk about some ways that you can develop skills and add value to who you are that have nothing to do with the bedroom, have nothing to do with sex, have nothing to do with physical pleasure. First thing you can do is learn how to cook for real. Some of y'all mamas drop the ball. Some of y'all can't cook for nothing. I'm not talking hot pockets, ramen, you know, microwave or, or being able to call DoorDash or Uber Eats. No, I'm talking about being able to cook a real meal. Y'all don't know how to Y'all don't know how to shuck no peas. Y'all can't shuck no corn. Y'all don't know how to match no taters. Y'all don't know how to do... Half of y'all are not even invited to Thanksgiving dinner because you're mac and cheese sucks. Why don't you know how to make make mac and cheese? That's a standard in my household. My mother wouldn't even let us grow up without knowing how to make that. And again, I'm not perfect, but I am so grateful for parents who taught my ass how to cook. My mother and father wasn't for the foolishness. And you knew you need to be able to feed your man and my dad knew you need to be able to feed yourself. So both my parents made sure I knew how to cook. Some of y'all need to learn how to cook for real, for real. Like I see some of these pictures and it says, you sending that man to the hospital and to the ER. That, come on now, let's do better. Let's do better. And then you mad because he over at the, the other chick house or she bringing him food to the job. And her good, and her good tupper. And we ain't gonna talk about that. Them old Chinese food containers is not tupper. Girl, invest in some good Pyrex. Stop playing. Pack that man some meal he can be proud of. Put it in a real container. I tell you, my ex left it at work all the time, but he had real, that's a whole, okay. So yeah, learn how to cook for real. I don't know if Whole Foods still does it, but they used to do cooking lessons there. I'm sure you can Google it. There are so many celebrity chefs and all these different chefs Go invest in a cooking class, sis. Seriously. Call his auntie. Call your auntie. I remember when I got married to my ex-husband, he only ate his mama fried chicken. I said, I'm putting a stop to that. <laughs> you want to eat my fried chicken? Called his mama. I said, look, this is how my mother taught me how to fry chicken. But I need to know how you fry the chicken because my husband coming home to me after July 24th. And so I spent two weekends with her in a row learning how to cook all his favorite things. Learn how to cook, ladies. Ask his mama, ask his aunties, ask your aunties, get you a big sister, get you a cooking mentor, somebody who can show you how to make a real meal. And it's not even just to keep your man. Feed yourself. You got to be tired of fast food. You got to be tired of, of order and takeout, ordering food and taking out. Come on. The DoorDash people know you way too well. No, no, sis. You need to be cooking your own meals. And a seafood boil is not enough. Learn something else. I know y'all love this whole seafood with smack delicious salt. Yup. Learn how to cook something else. Mm -hmm. Something with some nourishment. Something that's going to hold on to his insides. Okay? I'm going to leave that one alone because I already told y'all I'm in a mood tonight. Learn a new language. Take a class. Learn how to do something different. So something out of your comfort zone. Right? So right now, I'm learning two languages on the side. I know. When do I have time? But I am. I'm trying to learn... Uh, to speak more languages. I'm, I'm doing Mandarin and I'm doing French, right? 
So I'm, I want to learn how to speak more languages just because it really does open your mind. And just a tip for y'all, if y'all want to learn how to speak another language, go with Latin-based languages. I think there are like hundreds of languages that are Latin-based and they're the easiest to learn. Once you catch one, you can pick up others. And my mentor taught me that because my mentor speaks Italian, French, Spanish, Tagalog, I guess that's Philippine, what, what the Philippines speak, and two other languages. But she said because she learned Latin-based languages, it was easy to pick up some of the others as she was learning. So that's a free tip. You don't have to learn another language. I'm just throwing it out there because you can actually make more money knowing how to speak, you know, different languages and being bilingual, trilingual, whatever. Um, but there are so many other classes you can take. There's so many things that you can do to increase your intrinsic value, to learn something outside of the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Learn about sports. I remember having a conversation with my ex and um, I could actually follow the game and he couldn't believe it. He was like, you know what an offensive line is? You, I was calling flags before he did. I was calling flags before the rest. He was like, I can't believe you understand the game of football. And that's because I had four brothers and I was married to a football fanatic, but I took the time to understand something that interests him. So yes, I'm able to follow the game and have a, a real discussion about it. So learn something else that you can connect with your man or you can just connect with yourself. Learn, you know what I'm saying, how to knit. I mean, that's a little old, but you know what I'm saying? Learn how to do something with your hands. Take an art class. Um, as I told y'all, I made a rug a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, actually. I went to a rug making class. Like, Learn how to do something different and then offer it to your mate. Offer it to him and say, hey, I learned how to do this. I'm really proud of this. I feel good about this. A pottery class, candle making, jewelry making. There's so many different things that you can do. Um, learn how to do taxes. Okay, help y'all out. Y'all ain't got to go to a CPA. Y'all ain't got to go to H&R Block because you're doing it now. Learn a new skill. Do something. Um, read something other than a social media post. Learn how to read something that wasn't posted by a celebrity or an influencer or so, like pick up a book. Like real, real books exist. They still out here. Pick them up. Pretty broken beneath the crown. Pick up a book. Read something outside of the world that you're used to. Okay. Like expand your mentality and your mindset beyond the life that you know. Not only does it develop creative and critical critical thinking skills, it gives you something interesting to talk about. I remember I was at a um a black tie event. Actually I think it was the, the Black Caucus or some one of those events with my my youngest daughter's father. He's an attorney and so we're at this event and I'm talking to one of his friends girlfriends girlfriend of the month, right? Sis could not keep up with none of the conversation that was happening. And I felt bad for her. I felt embarrassed for her. Because she had no clue. She she was out of touch, you know what I'm saying, completely detached from current events. She had no idea what the event was about, what the charity was for, nothing. And that is exactly what happens when you don't know anything outside of social media or outside of reality TV. You are literally detached. And so she couldn't engage in conversation, which wasn't like super sophisticated. It wasn't like they were talking about law. We all would have been lost. We were having a basic conversation about current events and sis was drowning. And so it's important for you to know things, to educate yourself on other cultures. If you plan to travel and visit other countries, you need to know the rules. You know what I'm saying? Cultural competency is a big deal. 
If you travel outside of the U.S., you should know what laws govern some of these other countries. A lot of other countries are still governed by their religious sects and, and governed by, you know what I'm saying, their, their religious practices. You need to know that, that you can't just go over there saying and doing anything, right? So again, study, study something outside of a social post, okay, social media post. So I really wanted to talk about that. I had more notes on that, but we'll come back another day. Another big one on developing a skill outside of the bedroom is learning how to be clean. And I know that sounds crazy because you're like, oh, but, you know, it's easy to be clean. I'm not talking grooming. I'm not talking, you know, brushing your teeth, washing your face, you know, body care. No, I'm talking about being clean. Like clean cleanliness is an attitude. It's a stature. It's a, it's a posture. And it is a great thing, a great skill to bring to the relationship that you know how to be neat. You know how to be clean. You have organization and structure. That's a skill that many of you know the men that I've dated love. They're like, wow, you're so organized. Everything has a place. Everything has a routine. Everything has, you know what I'm saying, a process. Yes, that's a skill, something that I bring to the relationship. You know what I'm saying? This goes here. That goes there. Oh, we do this. You know what I'm saying? In the evenings, this is how we start our day. I open up all the windows and all the blinds, let the sunlight and some fresh air in. Like, know how to be clean. Know how to be neat. Know how to create a, a space conducive for love, for creativity, for positive energy. That's a skill. That is not innate. That's something that many of us had to learn. We weren't born with that. Some of us were, but some of us had to develop that. My mom is a hoarder. Love her to death, but she keeps everything. She don't throw out nothing. Just clutter everywhere. I can't, I can't live like that. My dad, however, is the complete opposite. He'll throw out everything. My dad don't like nothing. He don't like holding on to nothing. So I had to find balance. I had to teach myself how to be balanced. So yeah, just want to say create some cleanliness um, and learn how to be neat and clean. All right. So I'm gonna come to the comments real quick and then I'm gonna get into this last subject and then I'm out because I got things to do. I gotta take care of myself. Okay. So let me go through. <laughs> y'all got me laughing. I, I guess I'm making y'all laugh. Let me go back and see who in the room. Thank y'all so much for being here tonight. And I apologize. I'm not myself. Thank you. Thank you, handsome. Talk much. Thank you. Thank you for that permission slip. I received that. I so appreciate you for that. Hey, Cassandra. Hello, beautiful. She says, go ahead, sis. Thank you. Thank you very much. I so appreciate you. Tanisha says, time is not coming for me, period. I'm listening. Thank you. I, <laughs> I appreciate you. She says, yes, so much more than a sexual object. Yes, we are. We are so much greater. So much greater than that. Talia says, I'm crying. Let's do better. Please, okay? Oh, my bestie is on. Hello, best friend. She says, I sure can. That ish don't work for people who just don't cook. I'm not a cook. That's okay. We're going to get you there. You know, you already know. Your mama cooks, so you're going to cook. Hello, beautiful. Lee says, it's so important to feed your man, children, and yourself nutrition. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you walk into a grocery store and can't identify, you know what I'm saying, vegetables or fruits outside of the normal, all you know is apples and bananas, all you know is carrots. And celery, and that's because it come with the wings that you constantly ordering. Since you gotta do better, mm -mm. I'm gonna need you to cut up some squash, okay? I'm gonna need you to know some eggplant recipe. Know something else, okay? We gonna do better. 
we're going to do better. So anyway, I'm going to get into this last part and then I'm going to go. <laughs> but I want to talk about um, increasing your intrinsic value. Right now, the theme is be a high value woman, high value woman, you know, classy sister, boss woman, all these different terms for it. I simply call it knowing who you are on the inside. That's it. Knowing your inherent and innate worth. What makes you dope? What makes you you? What makes you special? I have such a huge issue with women who lead with their bodies and then complain that that's all the man is chasing. What else did you present to him? I remember when I connected with my sister, Tanisha. Tanisha, I'm going to pick on you real quick. We met on a podcast and I said, yo, this is by far one of the dopest females I've ever seen. I got to stalk her page. I got to get to know her. The first hundred photos were just of her gorgeous face. I didn't even know what her body looked like because all she posted was pictures of her face. She posted, um, you know, different um, memes and different sayings and quotes and all of these posts that were insightful and enlightening. I mean, just deep. And then her birthday came and she had this gorgeous dress on for her birthday. And I finally saw a picture of her full body. And I said, now I see why she's respected and revered and, you know what I'm saying, and adored the way she is. Because she knows her worth is in between her ears, not in between her legs. So I don't have to, she ain't have to post pictures of her body. Her face was enough because that's where everything was coming from anyway. The wisdom was flowing from her mouth, from her thoughts, and from the soul, you know what I'm saying, the windows of her soul, which are her eyes. So nobody else needed to see anything else. And I was so impressed, like, wow. This is what true beauty looks like. And it's not to say you can't post the full body. And I'm not, I'm not saying any of that. But I'm simply saying you can recognize where most women put their worth, where they place their value. You can see it in their photos, in their posts, what they post about, what type of pictures they take, what, what type of pictures they allow to be taken of them. It says a lot. A picture really is worth a thousand words. And so anyway, I want to talk about some ways that I've been working to increase my intrinsic value and recognize who I am as a woman. Who you are as a woman is enough. Literally, we could stop right there. She is woman, period. She is the creator of, or the, the carrier of life. She's a nurturer. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much that just comes from being a woman, a natural woman. Okay. There's so much that comes with that. So here are some ways that I, I have learned how to tap into my innate worth and build upon that and let that be what I offer my next mate. So first off, um, I commit to learning, I commit to healing, and I commit to growing. There is no way that you are going to do anything of value if you don't start with that. If you have a closed mind and can't nobody tell you nothing, Go sit down somewhere, number one, because we ain't got time for that. You need to be open to learning. You need to allow yourself to be taught, be coachable, be trainable. It doesn't diminish who you are. It doesn't say you're stupid. I have to teach you. No, it simply says, hey, here's an opportunity for you to learn more. I know a lot. I have three degrees that prove it. I have a great corporate career that proves it. But anytime someone opens their mouth to impart wisdom and teach me something I don't know, I am all ears. That is actually the most attractive thing to me is a man who can teach me something I don't know. I love being taught. 
And so you have to position yourself and have the posture to, I'm open to learning. I said that in a post a couple of weeks ago when I was in the relationship, I did struggle for power. I, I struggled in that feminine and masculine um, space. I didn't know my role all the time. But I promise you, my attitude now is teach me. I don't know how to communicate when I'm upset. My family, we shut down. We stop talking. It is what it is. Leave me alone. I was with a man who likes to talk through everything. I thought he was just being combative and argumentative. No, he likes to communicate. And so now I'm like, hey, my next relationship, if he comes to me, he wants to talk. I'm like, babe, this is, this is a struggle for me. This is not a strength of mine. I'm going to need you to teach me. I'm going to need you to be patient with me. And that's where vulnerability is necessity. That's where vulnerability is going to be necessary for you to be humble enough to admit, mm, this is, I'm not strong here. I need you to, I need you to be strong enough for both of us and teach me how to, you know what I'm saying, how to listen. So that's the first thing. You have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to heal and you have to be willing to grow. I'm not spending no more time on healing and growth. I post enough about it. Y'all just go to the page, plenty of stuff there. Um, this next one is a big one. You need to stay out of and away from drama. Oh gosh. You got to stay out of it and away from it the best you can. I know right now, again, it's a trend. Let me preserve my peace. I'm going to keep my peace. Let me watch my peace. We all saying it, but we ain't really practicing it. Some of y'all posting it and then turn around and causing hell on the job. Y'all talking about, you know, I'm protecting my peace at all costs. No, you're not. You're protecting your pride and you're disrupting everybody else's peace. So I'm going to need y'all to define, like go look up the term peace, define what it means, Write it on a piece of paper and then practice that. Practice pursuing what you wrote down. Because to y'all, to some of y'all, not all of y'all, but to some of y'all, peace literally means take care of me and everybody else. That's not peace. That's not peace, sis. To you, peace means my, my husband does everything or my man does everything to make me happy and he's miserable. That's not peace, sis. And I'm not about to define it for y'all. You can Google it. But truly seek peace for real. Stay away from drama. When my fraternity friends call me, love my friends, Javon. Shout out to my girl, Jay. When she calls, she'll say, hey, do you have the capacity for me today? Can you hold space for me today? Because we don't do drama in our friendship. It's you going to pour, you going to share. I'm going to say what I have to say to encourage you, to inspire you. And then we leave letting that thing go. We don't do gossip. We don't jump on the phone and talk about people because that's drama. And I don't want none of it. Certain folks don't even call me no more. And at first I was like, damn, I thought I had more friends than this. Yeah, but when you start to grow and heal and change, the, the frequency changes. So they can't even get to that energy no more because you above all of that. So that's really protecting your peace, growing to the next level, evolving, raising your vibration. That is what will help you stay away from drama and keep your peace. So yeah, stay out of it and avoid it at all costs. Don't, don't, don't be welcoming to it. Don't invite it in. Don't be telling my girl, I can't stand drama, but all you absorb is drama. You don't miss now one damn episode of Real Housewives, Nobody Got a Husband or whatever the show is called. That's drama. Stay away from that kind of stuff because energy transfers. It cannot be created nor destroyed. It transfers. And so every time you sit in front of the television or on your phone and you watching the reels and the clips and you watching them shows, 
you are then absorbing and ingesting and consuming every damn dramatic thing that you're watching. And now all of a sudden you're flipping out on the kids and you're flipping out on your man. And you're like, damn, I wasn't even in a bad mood. It's because of everything that you just invited into your home, into your spirit through the, through the tube. That's all I'm going to say on that. Secondly, you need to love and respect yourself. I talked a little bit about this earlier. Loving and respecting yourself does not mean plastering your body all over social media talking about this is the expression of self-love it's not loving and respecting yourself says i can have on a full t-shirt and still be cute loving and respecting yourself is watching how you talk to you and not allowing other people to talk to you crazy it's about setting boundaries and enforcing those boundaries it's about saying no as a complete sentence loving yourself says i'm going to get more rest tonight I'm going to get up earlier and do something for myself. I'm going to bless my day with my effort first. Before I even wake up my daughter for school, I do something for me. Whether that's journaling, reading a chapter of a book, doing something that I enjoy doing. That is showing myself love and respect. Respect is saying I'm not going to keep going back and reopening old wounds by letting people who hurt me in the past come back into my life. I'm glad you changed. I'm happy for you. I am a proponent of change. I know that. But just because you change don't mean I need to invite you back in my space. Our season is over. That is loving yourself and respecting yourself. That is not letting people take advantage of you, walk all over you, especially family. Family love to say, we family. No, we relatives. Because my family don't treat me like that. My family take care of me and make sure that I take care of myself. You a relative. Know the difference. Okay? That's all I'm going to say about that. Know your worth. Next thing is be kind and compassionate to yourself and others. One of the things that I remember um, I love the most about, you know, this, this friend of mine, <laughs> I call her a friend because she more like a sister, but she said to me that um, she was dating a young man and I ain't going to put it out there because she don't know I'm talking about her. She watching, but she was dating this young man and they were in public and she did not like the way he spoke to somebody and she broke up with him that night. That night. I was like, well, sis, what if he was just in a bad mood? Because I've had bad days where I don't speak to people nice. She said, no, Tima, I can tell that was his personality. He was way too comfortable acting like that. And so there are people watching how you treat other people and deciding if they want to deal with you. And I'm like, listen, I'm for it. Because if you can't treat other people well, don't just treat me good. Treat all people good. I don't want to be with someone who treats me nice and treat other people like shit. No, thanks. No, thank you. That is not attractive at all. Being a high value woman, being, you know what I'm saying? Being a woman who, who increases her intrinsic value, you have to be kind to everybody. Kindness is free. It don't cost you nothing. And kindness, unfortunately, has been mistaken for kissing people's ass and letting people... No, we're not saying that. You're not a doormat. No. To my believers, Jesus was lying in lamb. Okay? He was turning over tables. Nobody's saying you got to let people disrespect you and treat you bad. To be kind simply means do things for people, whether they can do something for you or not. Say, excuse me. Open the door for somebody. Don't just reach over people. Don't talk over people. Don't cut people off. Simple things to be kind. Give a damn about the young lady who was murdered by her frenemies. Opposed to posting nasty stuff about, well, she should have known. All right, I ain't going to go back today. Y'all know I just had to pull myself out of it. Let me stop. 
Let me not go back to that because I was already round up. But be kind and compassionate. Show compassion. Show grace. Let people, you know what I'm saying? Let people heal. Let people be vulnerable. Don't make people feel bad about their situations. Don't kick people while they're down. Just be kind. That is a great way to increase your intrinsic value. Be self-aware and um, empathetic. Y'all know I'm an empath to a fault. Sometimes it's like, oh, I wish I was not this way. But it does go along with kindness and compassion because life is not only about you and yours. It's about other people too. Other people are affected. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we live in this bubble where we only focus, we have tunnel vision. It's only about me, my kids, my man, my this. There are other people that live around you too. And just taking a moment to consider them and care about them and be empathetic to their story, empathetic to their struggles, it, it costs you nothing. It costs you absolutely nothing. Today I sat um, at the post office and let this older lady just tell me all about her little garden that she started literally 20 minutes of my day. I'm like, sis, I got to go. But I could tell nobody ever talks to her. No one like, you know what I'm saying? We just treat our elderly so bad, but that's a whole nother episode. So I just stood there and let her talk. I was like, really? Okay, yes. All right, Miss May. Okay. I didn't know this woman from baby just started talking to me in the post office online. And long after I submitted my package and she had dropped off her parcel, she just wanted somebody to talk to about her cucumbers and something else she growing. And I just let her talk. Because again, that conversation might have saved me from a car accident. That conversation might have saved me from something. I have no idea what could have happened in those 20 minutes had I left the, the post office, you know what I'm saying, when I was done. So I look at it as joy. Like maybe that was God keeping me from something. And having a conversation with wisdom, having a conversation with the elderly, with our, you know what I'm saying, I was totally fine with it. And I learned how to grow something. Because I sure I wrote it down. Y'all know I'm into gardening. So yeah, be, be, be self-aware, but also be empathetic. Um, ground yourself in maturity, always look to evolve and grow and know that growth and maturity really do complement one another. They are not the same, but they do complement one another. You should always be looking to be better, to be stronger, to be wiser, to be healthier. Maturity should literally be like a goal on a regular basis. Cause just because you're getting older and you, you got new numbers each year and which I, what's y'all think? My, my lap around the sun, we love posting that, right? But are you maturing or are you just getting older? Maturing means things that used to bother me don't bother me no more because I've turned that off in my mind. Maturity means I'm not, I'm, I don't have to respond to everything. I don't have to have the last word. I don't have to say nothing. Y'all know I'm big on people watching. I love watching people. But I've learned in my maturing, in my, my, my maturation, I don't have to always comment on what I see. I used to think it was hilarious to watch people and then talk about them. Like me and my bestie was on here now. We used to do it all the time. <laughs> we was terrible. Lord help us. We used to people watch and then be clowning for hours about what we saw. But maturity says you don't know what that person's going through. That they look like that, feel like that, say like, you know, speak like that, doing that. That's maturity. My immaturity was watching people and then clowning them and making fun, completely ignorant to their situation. Maturation says, hey, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know why that sister's acting like that, why that man acting that way. So that's maturity, if you need an example. 
um, be driven by your passion. Have something that 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 like sets a fire in you. Be passionate about something other than your man, other than your clothes, other than your hair, other than your girl's trip, other than your brunch. Be passionate about something that contributes to the culture, that contributes to, to someone's life being impacted in a positive way. Do something outside of yourself. You would be surprised how fulfilling it is. Again, that 20-minute conversation, that wasn't for me. Could I, you know, did I benefit from learning how to grow some collard greens? Yes. But that wasn't for me. That was for that woman. That was for Miss May. She needed that. And it, I'm passionate about seeing other people smile. I'm passionate about helping others. And so that was my way of contributing to, to the world today, just by simply listening to, to a complete stranger who needed an ear. So learn how to do something that makes you like excited about life. What are you passionate about? What gets you going in the morning? What gets you up? What gets you excited about life? That's what you need to pursue. Be driven by that and watch things change for you. I'm sorry, y'all, my allergies kicking my butt. Um, be classy. Ladies, classy and sexy are not the same. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm they're not. So let's be classy. Classy women are not attention seekers. They don't bait. They're not out here baiting because they, they're classy. They, they, they attract. They draw things to them. They don't have to go out and wave. Hey, here I go. Here I go. They don't have to do all of that. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Be classy. Um, take care of yourself. I said that earlier in the podcast. And again, that means emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically, not just physically. Take care of yourself. Like literally take care of yourself, get more rest. I'm constantly being reminded by my girlfriends, Tina, you got to rest. Tina, you have to rest. Tina, you need to rest. Rest is my priority. I said no to two podcasts for this week or next week. I was, I, two people hit me up like, hey, we saw you on a podcast. We saw your podcast. We'd love to have you on next week. Nope. I'm resting next week. It's the Thanksgiving holiday and I'm taking the whole week off from work and from work. I'm not doing anything except spending time with my kids. That's it. No, I'm resting. Now, could I be, you know, missing out on a great opportunity for my brand to blow up, blah, blah? No, because what God has for me is for me. And right now, the message for me is coming through seven different channels and conduits is for me to rest. So, no, I don't believe I'm going to miss anything because I'm right where I'm supposed to be, and that's resting. So, again, take care of yourself. Um, embrace your vulnerability. I talked about that a moment ago. Do not compare yourself. This one is huge. Social comparison is destroying women. Some of y'all are so dope and so beautiful and don't know it because you compare yourself to somebody else. You don't have their resources. You don't have their talents. You don't have their gifts. You're you. And comparing yourself robs you of joy. It robs you of appreciating who you are, what you have, and what you're called to do. Some of y'all ain't even fulfilling what God has called you to do because you're too busy comparing yourself to so-and-so and what she doing. So you are completely missing what God has for you because your eyes are so focused on what she doing. Everything that you're called to do, you have it inside you already. It's already in you. You are not going to find it on somebody else's page, on somebody else's website, in somebody else's relationship, in somebody else's friendship, in somebody else's goal or dream. Everything that you have for you is inside of you. You just have to figure out how to draw it out of you. So please stop comparison, comparing yourself. I know it's hard. 
I know it's like it's just natural, like I'm saying, the temptation is there. Do a social media detox if you have to. Detach for a while. Anything you got to do to not compare, do it. There's plenty of women writing books. Everybody has all these different women's organizations. And I, I used to compare like, damn, mine aren't growing, mine aren't this. The minute I stopped doing that and focusing on mine, growth happening. Hashtag growth happening. That's all I'm going to say. And last but not least, let's abandon the I don't need nobody mentality. Oh, Jesus. To increase your intrinsic value, you need people. You need real people in your life. You need sisters who's going to hold you accountable and chin check you when necessary. You need aunties and grandmas who have the wisdom and the experience to tell you, baby girl, I see him. That ain't the one. I see men like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, I got aunties who can read somebody's energy and spirit before they second foot cross the threshold. My auntie be like, oh, not in here. He can't come in here. I don't like his energy. He can't bring that in here. Get you, you need people. Stop saying you don't need people because you do. And that is a sign of immaturity. That's a sign of brokenness. And what did I say? You got to heal and you got to mature. You need people, sis. You do. You need friends. You need family. Now, I'm not saying you, you might not need some of them raggedy ass relatives, okay? Because I know I don't. But family are, you, I ain't gonna, listen, I ain't got time for that tonight. Y'all know who family is versus who a relative is. Surround yourself with good people. And listen, do better at nurturing those relationships. Don't let those relationships be one-sided. You some I ain't got, don't nobody ever support me. Don't nobody ever share my posts. Well, how many posts are you sharing? Don't nobody ever come to my stuff. Nobody support my events. How many events did you go to? Reciprocity. Give and take. You want support? Be supportive. I noticed the more um, posts that I engage on and the more posts that I like and the more, po the more posts that I share, all of a sudden that was coming back to my page. Karma is universal. Boo, it's in relationships and clearly in social media. Okay. Seed time and harvest. What you sow, you reap. Sow good seed. Y'all know the rest. Come on, church folk. Y'all know. I ain't got to go there. Y'all already know. So yes, you do need people, sis. You need good people. But in order to attract good people, you have to be a good person. So work on the things that I just said. Build yourself up from the inside. Your face might, might catch their attention, but it's your heart that's going to keep them. It's your spirit that's going to have them attached to you and connect with you. Your face ain't enough. Your ass ain't enough. Your hips are not enough. They're not enough. That might get the attention, but it's everything else on the inside that holds and captures people, that captivates people. That's why they want to be in your life. That's why they want to be connected to you. So that's all I have, y'all. I mean, I do have more. Like I said, I have a lot. But the kind of day that I've had, unfortunately, I am depleted and I'm learning to listen to my body and my energy and my spirit. And I really do need to meditate so that I can rest tonight. So please make sure that y'all pray for that young lady, the Robinson family. I'm assuming that's her family's last name like hers. Um, let's love one another and let's hold each other accountable. I don't know who those those other people are friends with, but clearly they don't have nobody in their life that hold them accountable because there's no way I'm going to ever let any of my friends be a part of something that trifling and not hold them accountable. And maybe that accountability includes an ass whooping. I don't know, but I'm just saying. 
we need to hold one another accountable. So listen, that's all I got. I'm going to come to the comments and then I'm saying goodnight because I'm tired. Listen, my mantra is reciprocity. Amen, sis. Seriously. I love that tip. I need everybody. <laughs> I'm with you. No, seriously. Matthew says you have to acquire to inspire before you expire. Oh, come on, word. Oh, somebody retweet that. Somebody post that. That is good. Oh, that was good. Tiffany says, girl, I just had this conversation today about that. Making other people the butt of your jokes is bullying and makes people look ugly. Amen, it is. And I used to be guilty of that. I used to do it all the time and thought it was hilarious. But again, I had to mature. I had to grow the hell up. Tierra says, I used to do that with Grandma Hilda over the, by the big mall. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to take one more. Colleen says, the patients at my job talk and talk and talk and tell me about everything. And I just sit there and smile through my mask because I know I am making their day by listening to something that is so important to them. And sis, it don't take nothing. It don't take, we just listening. They not asking for a favor. They not, they just, they just want to be heard. I love that you do that. Bless you for that. God bless you for that. Colleen says just through her phone, we relatives. I know that's right. Tanisha says, this is an expression of self-love. Naked at AF. Stop it. No, seriously. Seriously. Ooh, ladies. We're going to do better, though. But again, thank y'all for being on with me tonight. I do apologize for the abbreviated episode. I hope that it was still helpful. I hope that it was still inspiring and encouraging. Y'all know that's what I'm here for. That's what I want to do. Again, I apologize for my rant earlier. No, I don't apologize for my rant. I apologize if it was offensive. I know y'all are not used to seeing me that way. I am still in my journey, okay? So show me grace, show me compassion. That really broke my heart today and I'm just trying to work through that. So thank you for being on. Thank you for continuing to support Hustle and Shine and the Diamond Riders and TGI and the team of Cherie. And until next time, y'all continue to hustle and shine. I love y'all. Good night.